edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of DB and Chief Constable of the Police Service of Northern Ireland. The citation for this case is 2017 UKSC 7. Now this is a case that directly addresses the political tensions that abound in Northern Ireland. Such tensions are again finding their way into the headlines after the Cash for Ash scandal that led to the resignation of the First Minister and fresh assembly elections which are due to take place in March. However, this case that has now made its way to the Supreme Court concerns a different issue that threatened to boil over in late 2012, early 2013. More precisely, in December 2012, Belfast City Council took the decision to stop flying the Union Jack over City Hall every single day, instead only flying it on certain designated days. Now, in a part of the world where symbols are hugely significant, the decision sparked a series of protests that went on to last for several months. The regular march went from East Belfast to City Hall and back again, and took the protesters through largely Republican areas, therefore leading to violence and disturbances between those on the march and local residents. It's at this point that we should investigate the legislation that is relevant to this case. The Public Processions Northern Ireland Act 1998 hands the responsibility for managing parades in Northern Ireland to an independent statutory body called the Parades Commission. Anyone who wishes to organise a march must give advance notice to the police and failure to do so is a criminal offence. Those involved in the flag protests never gave notification to the police, and so at first the protesters were not allowed to enter the city centre. However, this decision was changed a few days later as it was decided that the protest should be allowed anyway as a means of easing the political tension. It is this change of approach to the marches that gave rise to the judicial review case brought by DB that we have in front of us today. Appropriately, and probably not coincidentally, it was Lord Kerr, the former Northern Ireland Chief Justice, who handed down the unanimous judgement and found in favour of DB and against the police service. The judgement itself did begin by expressing sympathy for the difficult situation that the police service were put in, and I'm not sure that this is a sentiment that anyone could disagree with. The police have to perform a difficult and oftentimes dangerous job in a political climate that is by no means always welcoming. Nevertheless, the police do have a duty to follow and uphold the law, and the 1998 Act makes it very clear that participation in an unnotified parade is a criminal offence. Therefore, the police undoubtedly had the power to prevent the marches taking place. Furthermore, while the Parades Commission takes the final decision as to what marches do go ahead, the prevention of such unauthorised parades is also politically important and ensures that the police service are seen to be strictly following the law rather than engaging in and taking politically sensitive decisions. Unsurprisingly, the case also considered human rights issues and, in particular, the police argued that under Article 11 of the European Convention on Human Rights, Freedom of Assembly, they had an obligation to facilitate peaceful protests, 
even where these protests were technically illegal. The Supreme Court responded to this argument in kind and pointed out that not only was there no breach of Article 11 with respect to illegal protests, but that furthermore the failure to stop these marches impinged upon the Article 8 rights of DB and other local residents, remembering that Article 8 is the right to private life. In the conclusion to the judgment, there is some discussion as to whether the actions of the police undermined the 1998 Act, and Lord Kerr rightly, in my opinion, states that this is not the case. There is mention once again of the difficult position that the police are in, but also an indication that they misunderstood the powers that were available to them. These factors both contributed towards the subsequent inaction of the police service. Nevertheless, and in spite of this point made by Lord Kerr, I do think that we have to be careful not to completely shy away from the criticism of the police. They certainly are the thin blue line between order and chaos in Northern Ireland, but arguably this is a reason to hold them up to an even higher standard. There are going to be times when the situation on the streets demands a proactive approach and for the chief constable and other senior officers to simply step back will not be good enough and have the potential to cause more trouble than it resolves. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the UK Law Weekly Podcast. Thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the music. If you'd like to find out more, then my Twitter is at Marcus Cleaver, and I'm also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Marcus Cleaver. Thanks as ever for tuning in, and hope to catch you next week with another episode. Bye!